Bitcoin Farm Up. Bitcoin Farm Up. Bitcoin Farm Up. Bitcoin Farm Up. Brooklyn in the house. Bitcoin. Houston in the house. In the house. Bitcoin FOMO. Bitcoin FOMO. That was that was fucking flawless, that one, guys. That that one was definitely that was one of the all time best. Yeah, top ten easily. I think so. Hit a couple of different ranges. Um, That's the only good thing to about uh, crypto this week was was that song. I think that was like that was the high point of my of my crypto week at least. It's been fucking as your boy Champagne Crypto likes to say. Shout out! It's a fucking bloodbath out here. My douchey Japanese hipster whiskey has uh, been going very quickly this week. <laughs> I didn't know oh, what was going on with that one. <laughs> I've been drinking it pretty, pretty, pretty consistently. What brand is that, dude? Hakusho. That... I'll grab it. I'll grab it. In honor of Coin <laughs> You want? He needs. If he's going to talk about it, he needs to get the full credit and have the bottle out here on the podcast. Yeah. Because your boy, your boy Lou. In a different life, knew a lot about liquors. This is that 12 year. Wow. Age. Look at that bottle. Look at that. She's, uh, she's, she doesn't have very much in there, though. That's single malt. Very nice. Single malt Japanese. How many Litecoin? How many Litecoin? That. Yeah. (laughs) How many Litecoin that cost? When though, like this week, Litecoin, yeah. or like when he bought it, Litecoin. When he bought it, it was like, oh, that ain't no big deal. <laughs> yeah, point two. Now it's probably point six. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, it's good old Charlie, anyway. dude. Charlie Lee, what's that song that you keep posting? <laughs> oh, shout out to Coin Daddy. Coin Daddy just dropped a song called Charlie, and. um it's a re- it's a like a redo of Stan Eminem. <laughs> nice. It's really good. You got let's link link to it below. Smash that like button, hit subscribe, and hit that bell for our weekly updates, guys. Ooh, so bell. definitely smash the shit out of that like button. The only thing that's going to help you through this the uh, bear market is subscribing to this podcast because we're going to give you sick 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 updates for smashing that subscribe button which include what should you do when the market is bloody bloody red bear what's your strategy how do you fight a bull a bear (laughs) we're the bulls dude we're the bulls we got fucking hakusho single malt got me by the way you guys know where the bear and the bull thing comes from like where's that come from I don't know, but judging by that picture behind you, I think you know. Oh, sick. So if a bear and a bull were fighting, um, the bull would be striking up with its horns and the bear would be slashing down with its claws. So right now we fight fight that bear slash right now. So we're either sitting in some tethers I don't trust that, or, dude. I, or, I mean, I like there's so much fucking rumors around Tether being like some fucking wild, wild scam. And now they're being like subpoenaed by the government that I don't know that I would trust that than just holding. 
Hey, listen, I've never, I've never traded into tethers personally. I mean, yeah, could, for that, if it actually worked like it said it would work, then it would be like a decent strategy. To be, if you're certain the market's going to go down, then yeah, do pop it into fucking tether and chill. But yeah, they they haven't, like they're like they haven't audited, even self audited, and proved it to anyone that they're holding all those all those dollars in reserve to be backing that tether. So yeah, it's like yeah, that would I mean, suck. Like, I'm just gonna have it in tether for a few days, and then and then the whole thing, the whole tether fucking implodes, and you like you lost your entire holding. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I see it as a tool. I think most people should as well. Like, it's a tool that traders can use to, you know, protect themselves from short-term price fluctuations. That's all I really see it as. But yeah, my take on it too, I mean, for me, it's kind of ironic that they're under all this scrutiny and like, we never audited the Fed. The Fed does the same exact thing. And uh, how's anyone really expect if you, if people think that Binance or Bitfinex is holding those tethers, like they're sadly mistaken, you know, where's, where's the money in actually holding $2 billion worth of that, you know? But like so, the Fed doesn't make any promises to back every dollar with, with like, with gold, like it used to, like, we know like this is just fucking pretend money now. <laughs> like there's no, yeah. there's no, there's nothing backing this. Right. It'd be one right. thing if it was like, no, this is seriously backed by gold. And then we're like, Hey, can I can I get a gold? Like, can I get a, a fleck of gold? And they're like, a fleck. Oh, wait, no, chill. We're not doing that right <laughs> now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dude. Like, at the end of the day, it's just it's it's a that's how I see it. It's a tool. It's worth. I mean, the market cap of tethers, the circulating supply of tethers, is about two billion U.S. dollars. So, really, it's a drop in the bucket. If tether, if tether goes down. You know, some people are going to get screwed, and it's going to be replaced with better, better, um, you know, alternatives. There's going to, I mean, it's just a smart contract that pins it to the price of a dollar. You know, so yeah. There's, I think, Ardor has a child chain that has some type of stabilized coin like that, or like plans to have a child chain that's going to right. come out like that. But there doesn't seem to be a big other alternative, but. I don't know, just the rumors and like the subpoena definitely keeps me fearful for putting money into it. But in terms of other people, in terms of other strategies, like, I mean, apart from just like flexing those hands and get, you know, grip training, like, <laughs> oh, nice. You know, what are people doing to survive this? Just like turning off all notifications and forgetting about crypto for six months? Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Like, I've seen a lot of memes popping up about, like, stopping checking your block folio apps and things like that. Because really, I mean, my take on it, it's like, don't don't sit there and, and look at the price all day if you're not going to do anything about it. You know, like, that's one of the things. Is like, you're going to sit there and, and get a little more worried every time you see it drop a little further. And your plan has never been to do anything unless you get really... Like Bitcoin goes to four thousand, you're scared of losing all your money, and you pull it out. Like, is that what people do? You know, so I don't know. To protect yourself, you know, people should have taken some profits off the table if they're really that concerned. You know, mm -hmm. um, and definitely point, like if you don't already have a plan, like you should make one because like if you're gonna respond emotionally to the market, like you're gonna have a bad fucking time. Yeah, and like if anyone had a sound plan it would not have included wait for Bitcoin Bitcoin to hit an all time high, then wait for it to crash to like less than half of it. 
and then sell. Like no one writes that in their plan. So <laughs> if you're selling right now, it's obviously you know an emotional trade, and you're scared. That's that's what's happening. Yeah. So you know people need to learn to sell. Like we all. I remember the the show where we were all like, "Dude, our Litecoins! <laughs> like, we just ten bagged this thing! Like, yeah. oh my god! Like, dude, we got the dopamine flowing everywhere through our <laughs> fingertips, dude! You know, like, and like, that's when you're supposed to sell. You know, none of us sold yeah. then, so like, you know, it's just that's when uh, that's when you really should be thinking about it when things are so good. So, um, so with that, but like. You know, the people that want to hold for like a year and they put in their life savings, like, A, don't put in your life savings. You know, the guy that's like crying right now on full like suicide watch. What do you, what, what advice would you give him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, bro. like what the people that, sorry, is he, he's been holding the bag already or he's trying to get in? I mean, he put his money into, you know, he saw it go up to, across 10 and he put in 60 grand at like 15 K Bitcoin and he put it all in Bitcoin and he put it all in Bitcoin. I mean that guy, dude, hold, you know, like seriously hold. There's tons of people who bought Bitcoin at their last, like the 2013 high that it hit a thousand dollars and crashed to 200. Like a lot of people did that. And the ones who, who decided, Hey, Bitcoin's been here. I'm just going to hold and wait it out they're sitting on a lot more now. So I, I think, mm -hmm. you know, Bitcoin grows the way it's been growing is like, it's been a pretty exponential growth. Like if you look at it on a logarithmic chart, it, it totally makes sense where it's corrected to now and how it's grown this whole way. And uh, I see a six figure Bitcoin in our near future. And like, that's what you really got to keep that long-term perspective. Like get off those five minute charts, get off those, you know, <laughs> our charts and look at the long view and um, just think about what you want to do now. If, if you, my advice, like for people who are in the game right now and like, you know, trying to figure out what to do, hold what you're holding or use this as an opportunity to start diversifying because there are opportunities out there in the market where if you look at, you know, the prices and their relation to Bitcoin before this crash has happened, there's a lot of things that are a lot more cheap in, in terms of Bitcoin. Everything's cheap in terms of the U.S. dollars, but you have a lot of altcoins out there that are a lot, a lot cheaper than they were in the Bitcoin price. So um, it's a good time to, to kind of find some good deals and diversify a bit. Um, or it's just a good time to hold because the last thing I, I'd want to do right now is sell. That's, that's the only really mm -hmm. bad thing you can do at this point. Yeah, moving out of... Bitcoin right now is kind of a strange thing. Like I had some other people like talking to me about that, like they were going to run from Bitcoin. And it's just like, man, like now, like a lot of altcoins, it's kind of time to like run into Bitcoin depending on like the price. But like you wouldn't necessarily want to like move into Ethereum right now with like Bitcoin crashing and Ethereum staying. It's still going down, but not as much. Like you'd be losing a lot of like, profits there like yeah yeah i think like a lot of people i mean there's a proactive like trade to make as you feel things are going to go down and then there's a reactive one after things have gone down the proactive yeah. trade is actually like one step before moving your alts all the way into tether 
would actually be moving your alts into Bitcoin because, mm -hmm. as you can see, Bitcoin does not drop as much as the altcoins, especially the smaller cap ones. Even like a lot of the top ones, Bitcoin's price has fallen, you know, a good, I guess, 30, 40 percent. And a lot of the altcoins have fallen further. So being in Bitcoin can isolate you or, or kind of um, prevent you from like some of those bigger price price falls. But uh, my thing with like getting out of Bitcoin is like once if you think it's the bottom right now, maybe it's a good idea to move some of that Bitcoin into altcoins because they probably have more um, opportunity to to increase in price. Um, but there's a lot of assumptions on all sides with that. And one of the assumptions is that Bitcoin dominance is never going to, you know, reach back to the 60% or whatever it has, because there's a lot of good use cases for altcoins. You can see how big Ethereum's growing and, um, a lot of the third, third generation blockchains are going to get a lot of use in my opinion. Well, definitely will be interesting to see. But I think if you're panicking now, like you definitely you fucked up a long time ago because like you made a good point that like if you don't see Bitcoin going into 100,000 or like 50,000, then like why would you put your life savings into it? <laughs> Should have listened to Charlie. Should have listened to Charlie. Yeah. Three year bear market coming soon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brought to you by Bitcoin FOMO. <laughs> yeah. Till next week. Until next week. <laughs>